tocándole al balón Zidane. Entrega por la banda para Roberto Carlos. Toca por dentro. Aparece Ronaldo. Apaga el primer disparo. Hola Madridistas, this is the American Madridista Podcast. I'm your host, Dumasani, recording this episode on September 18th, 2022 from New York City. Today was Derby Day in Madrid as Real traveled to the Metropolitano to take on Atletico and the Whites would emerge from the tough, physical and acrimonious match with a 2-1 victory. Atletico had the better of things early on and for most of the first half, but it was Real that twice applied the finishing touch on two counters as first Rodrigo and then Valverde struck in the first half to put Real in control of the affair. The Whites would remain firmly in that position until a defensive lapse on a corner kick gifted Atletico a goal in the 83rd minute and that made for a tense finish to the contest that saw tempers flare and Real under some pressure as the hosts pursued a late equalizer. But the defending league champs hung tough and preserved their advantage to come away with all three points at the final whistle, which keeps their record in La Liga unblemished after six games and sends the Whites into the international break with a two-point advantage at the top of the table. Ancelotti's starting 11 for this match against Atletico Madrid today consisted of Mendy, Alaba, Militao, and Carvajal at the back, Modric, Chouameni, and Cruz in the midfield, and Rodrigo, Vinicius Jr., and Valverde up front to form the customary 4-3-3, with Courtois once again at the back of them all in front of the goal. My first key takeaway from the Madrid Derby today is that Real was brilliantly opportunistic in the first half to put Atletico down by a couple of goals, despite largely not having the better of the run of play. Atletico had most of the possession over the first 20 minutes, with Real seemingly content to let them have the ball as the Whites opted not to press high or aggressively close down on the ball while Atletico had possession, and as a result, Atletico was able to advance the ball into the final third on a few occasions and create some danger, both in open play and on set pieces. Real, meanwhile, were seemingly playing the ball backwards to Courtois as often as they were able to get the ball forward above the halfway line. Atletico was pressing high, but there was an absence of intensity and commitment to their press, which in turn allowed Real's possession to be comfortable, notwithstanding the fact that it wasn't much productive going forward. But that very comfort in possession was also likely a contributing factor to Real being able to take advantage of a couple of opportunities that arose on the break to send Simeone's men two goals down. Valverde's attacking run from the back into the attacking half on the right side sparked the first break that produced Rodrigo's strike from the left side of the box in the 18th minute. And then 18 minutes later, the Modric-Vinny combination on the left wing released Vinny into space to get into the left side of the box and hit the post with his shot. But Valverde was there on the other side of the penalty area to pounce on the rebound and double Real's advantage. My second key takeaway from today's match is that the pre-match conversation about Vinny's goal-celebrating dancing and any potential consequences for it seemed to have an undue influence on how the referee approached this job during the game. He was very whistle-happy from very early on in the match, as his eagerness to call fouls in an effort to eliminate some of the hostility and physicality from the game was readily apparent. 
Real were largely on the worse end of his whistle, as they saw some good defensive challenges from the likes of Mendy and Carvajal, harshly deemed fouls, while some of the more innocuous physical clashes between the opponents also caused the referee to stop play. And that all added up to the Whites outpacing Atletico in the foul count for most of the game, although Atletico did do their best to narrow the gap late on in the second half. But in the end, there seemed to be way too much involvement by the referee as he whistled 31 total fouls, with Real having 16 to Atletico's 15, and a large majority of those calls seemed unwarranted as it made for a start-stop nature to the game and did nothing to calm the hostilities between the bitter city rivals, which boiled over after a late Carvajal challenge in the 88th minute. My third key takeaway from Real's 2-1 victory over Atletico today is that the end of the game was unnecessarily tense, as Real's defensive miscue ceded control of the contest and gave Atletico new life and a chance to steal something from the game. Real had done a lot of good defensive work for most of the game, particularly in the final third, with the back four intervening on multiple occasions to ward off danger, while Courtois largely did well to position himself and read balls sent into the box and towards the goal. But with the increasing sense that Real was in control of things in the second half, as Atletico were not quite as dangerous as they had been at times in the first half, the outcome seemed more and more inevitable as the game approached the late stages, and I'm betting some of that caused the bit of relaxation that we saw in Real in defending the 83rd minute Atletico corner that narrowed the deficit. For all of Courtois' good positioning up until that point in the game, he decided to be a bit more risky and aggressive in coming up into the center of the box in an attempt to punch away the ball sent in. Unfortunately for him, Militao got to the ball with his head first, only to have his attempted clearance send the ball sideways past Courtois and over to Hermoso in the left side of the box, where the ball careened off of his shoulder and into the back of the net. It was an uncharacteristic technical error by Militao that he hadn't made all game, and while the result was a bit lucky for Atletico, Courtois didn't help matters either in that moment, as he might have stopped the ball in from Hermoso had he relied on his defenders up in the box and stayed closer to the front of the goal. Atletico thereafter seized on the lifeline to suddenly become more spirited and aggressive in going forward in a way that they hadn't been all half, and Real were on their heels at times as a result, but the Whites, to their credit, did see the rest of the game out and kept Atletico from coming away with something that they really should have had no business being close to getting. And then Ronaldo! Oh! Let's rate the player performances from Real Madrid's 2-1 victory over Atletico Madrid today. Starting up front, Rodrigo rated as an 8 for his official man of the match performance. In the first half, he combined well with Mendy on the left wing in the attacking half in the 11th minute. And then in the 18th minute, he played a pass from the left wing for Chouameni on his right for a given go, and then made a good run into the left side of the box to get onto the end of Chouameni's ball over Atletico's defense, where his well-taken half-volley from above the left side of the six-yard box sent the ball inside of the near post to make it 1-0 Real, which he and Vinny were sure to celebrate with some dancing in the corner. In the 26th minute, he made a run into the right side of the box on a break and fired a shot that was blocked out for a corner, and then just a couple of minutes later, he took a late high-boot challenge from Rinaldo as he attempted to get to Militao's long ball down the right wing. In the second half, 
He combined well with Mendy on the left side in the attacking half again in the 51st minute, but he wasn't able to connect with Mendy's return pass to him. In the 57th minute, he played a good ball for Vinny in space on the left wing. In the 63rd minute, he got down the right wing on a break before he was fouled by Koke. And then in the 73rd minute, he was fouled again as he turned away from defenders and attempted to run towards the box. He was replaced by Danny Ceballos in the 86th minute. Vinicius Jr. rated as a 7. In the first half, he was tackled on his run towards the top of the box in the third minute. He was tackled on his run down the left wing in the attacking half in the 21st minute. But in the 36th minute, he and Modric played a great give-and-go on the left wing that allowed Vinny to get in behind the defense and get into the left side of the box. And while his shot went off of the near post to spare the Metropolitano from him rubbing it in with his own dancing show, the rebound from his effort fell to Valverde in the right side of the penalty area for him to double Real's lead. He did, however, find himself getting into it with athletical players at times, but his unconvincing attempts to draw the referee into whistling them for fouls only just made the crowd shower him with even louder whistles. In the second half, he got onto the end of Rodrigo's pass out to him in space on the left wing in the 57th minute, after which he played the ball to Mendy for him to run into the left side of the box. He played a bad back pass that failed to connect with Mendy and led to a dangerous atletico break in the 64th minute, but a minute later, he drew a foul in the attacking half. In the 73rd minute, he got down the left wing on a break, and in the 87th minute, after getting on to the end of a Ceballos through ball in the final third, his attempted backheel ball for Asensio as he ran towards the left side of the box was intercepted. Fede Valverde rated as an 8. In the first half, he made a good run from the defensive right side into the attacking half, past a couple of defenders to initiate a break in the 18th minute, before he passed the ball out to Mendy on his left during the build-up to the opening goal. He played Alaba into the left side of the box in the 30th minute, and then in the 36th minute, he made a run without the ball on a Madrid break and got into the right side of the penalty area, where he got onto the end of the rebound from Vinny's shot and rocketed the ball into the top left corner of the goal to make it 2-0 Real. He was also solid defensively, as he won the ball a number of times in the defensive half, including in the 40th minute, when he took the ball from the left side of the box out to the corner for a clearance. He was a bit quieter in the second half, as he most notably cleared a ball from the box in the 65th minute, and shot well high from distance in the 74th minute. In the midfield, Luka Modric rated as a 7. In the first half, his backheel pass was intercepted in the attacking half as he attempted to combine with Vinny on the left wing in the 8th minute, but he intercepted a pass on the right side of the attacking half in the 10th minute. He played a good through ball from the right wing in the defensive half for Rodrigo to get into the right side of the box and fire off a shot in the 26th minute, and in the 36th minute, he and Vinny combined for a great give-and-go on the left wing in which he played the Brazilian into space for him to get into the box for his shot that hit the post. In the second half, he cleared a ball from the right side of the box following a corner in the 54th minute. He won the ball above the box in the 59th minute, was whistled for a foul in the defensive half a minute later, but then ended his game with a good sliding interception of an attempted through ball in the defensive half in the 80th minute. He was replaced by Camavinga in the 82nd minute. Aurelian Chuameni rated as a 7. In the first half, he was played into space in the attacking half in the 16th minute, after which he was fouled following a short forward run, and then he had his moment of the game in the 18th minute 
as he combined with Rodrigo for a given goal on the left wing at the tail end of a Madrid break as his return ball over the top of Atletico's defense connected with Rodrigo in the left side of the box to set him up for the opening goal. In the second half, he was noticeably solid defensively as he made a number of interventions to clear balls from the box and intercept passes out in space, but he did get beaten on one occasion in the 77th minute as Correa dribbled past him into the right side of the box, which required Rudiger to intervene with a clearance. Tony Cruz rated as a 6. In the first half, he most notably and importantly blocked Chao Felix's shot from the left side of the box right in front of the goal in the 13th minute after Courtois' attempted punch out of a ball in from a corner sent the ball to Atletico's front man. But he also did a lot of good work in possession as he was largely positioned deeper on the left side of the midfield and played a key role in helping Madrid contend with Atletico's press, which was particularly more intense at times in the second half. After halftime, he won a long ball in the defensive half in the 48th minute, uncharacteristically saw his attempted pass out to Vinny on the left wing go out of bounds in the 71st minute, intercepted a ball in the defensive half in the 73rd minute, after which he made a forward run and pass out to Vinny on the left wing for a break, and in the 80th minute, he won the ball in the midfield area. He was replaced by Asensio in the 86th minute. In the back, Ferland Mendy rated as a 6. In the first half, he fell down just as the ball was sent into the right side of the box on an atletico free kick in the 6th minute, which allowed Felipe to have a free header from above the right side of the 6-yard box that missed just high. However, he intercepted an attempted through ball in the right side of the box in the 8th minute, combined well with Rodrigo on the left wing in the attacking half in the 11th minute before he was tackled above the box, and then in the 18th minute, he received Valverde's pass on the left wing on a counter before making a forward run and playing the ball to Rodrigo during the build-up to Real's first goal. In the 33rd minute, he was harshly booked for a sliding challenge outside of the box that appeared to win the ball cleanly, and in the 39th minute, he intercepted a cross in the right side of the box. In the second half, he did well to elude defenders with his dribbling at the back in the 49th minute, but his pass out to the right side thereafter was intercepted. He made a good run into space in the attacking half before having his attempted pass to Rodrigo on his left intercepted in the 51st minute. And then he received the pass from Vinny on the left wing in the 57th minute, but he was tackled as he ran into the left side of the box. He was replaced by Rudiger at the 74-minute mark. David Alaba rated as a 6. In the first half, he most notably intercepted a long ball over the top in the 15th minute and got into the left side of the box on account of Valverde's pass in the 30th minute, but his own attempted pass thereafter was intercepted. In the second half, he intercepted a long ball at the back in the 53rd minute, won the ball in the defensive half in the 60th minute, intercepted a through ball in the left side of the box in the 63rd minute, turned the ball over with a bad pass in the attacking half in the 67th minute, made a sliding interception of a cross in the right side of the box in the 78th minute, and shot well high from distance in the 94th minute. Eder Militao rated as a 6. In the first half, he tried to play a long ball from the back for Rodrigo in the final third in the 10th minute, but his pass was intercepted, and then in the 17th minute, he attempted to make a forward run on the right side in the attacking half, but was tackled. He won a long ball near the midfield in the 23rd minute, played a good long ball down the right wing for Rodrigo in the 28th minute, and made a tackle inside of the box to deny Zhao Felix possession after he had received the through ball in the 45th minute. In the second half, 
After a quick atletico counter in the 64th minute, he blocked Carrasco's shot from above the box. He made a bad pass at the back from inside of the box that sent the ball out of bounds in the 78th minute. His attempted clearance with a header following a corner kick in the 83rd minute instead sent the ball off of Hermoso's shoulder and into the back of the net to cut Real's lead down to one, but he intercepted a long ball from Oblak at the back in the 95th minute to close well. Danny Carvajal rated as a 7. In the first half, he committed a foul to halt an Atletico break in the third minute, recovered well to get in front of Carrasco in the right side of the box in the 12th minute where he blocked his shot from a tough angle, intercepted a long ball in the defensive half in the 14th minute, intercepted an attempted through ball in the left side of the box in the 39th minute, and won the ball in the attacking half after an Atletico throw-in along the right sideline in the second minute of first half stoppage time. In the second half, he played a good pass out to Vinny on the left wing during a Madrid break in the 52nd minute. He saw his good tackle above the box on Carrasco in the 54th minute unfairly whistled as a foul. In the 69th and 70th minutes, he intercepted passes in the final third. In the 77th minute, he made a good tackle to win the ball near the midfield. He made a sliding interception of a cross inside the box in the 84th minute. And in the 88th minute, he was booked for a late challenge from behind on the right wing in the attacking half which naturally caused an Atletico reaction that in turn led to pushing and shoving between players from both sides. As for the substitutes, Antonio Rudiger rated as a 7. He went on for Mendy in the 74th minute, and in the 77th minute, after Correa had run past Chouameni into the right side of the box, he killed the threat by clearing the ball. In the 79th minute, he made a good run down the left side from the back into the attacking half past several players before he played the ball to Vinny on his left, in the 82nd minute, he made a sliding interception of a cross on the right side to concede a corner. And in the 90th minute, he blocked the cross from the right wing to concede another corner. Eduardo Camavinga did not get a rating. He replaced Modric in the 82nd minute. And in the 85th minute, he blocked Rinaldo's shot above the box, but was tackled on his run thereafter on the right wing. In the 92nd minute, he was fouled from behind after making a run towards the right corner of the attacking half. And in the 94th minute, he drew another foul after a forward run in the attacking half. Marco Asensio did not get a rating. He went on for Cruz in the 86th minute. And a minute later, he made a run without the ball on a Madrid break, but was unable to get to Vinny's backheel pass above the left side of the box. In the 88th minute, he attempted to play Carvajal into space down the right wing, but his pass was too strong and intercepted. Danny Ceballos as the final substitute did not get a rating. He replaced Rodrigo in the 86th minute, and a minute later, he played a good through ball for Vinny in the final third on a Madrid break. In the 90th minute, he was dispossessed in the defensive half as he attempted to run through multiple defenders, but a minute later, he drew a foul on Hermoso inside of the box as he was defending a corner, which earned Hermoso his second yellow card of the game and an early trip to the showers. Finally in front of the goal, Thibaut Courtois rated as a 6. In the first half, his punch of a ball in from a corner failed to clear the ball and instead sent it to Zhao Felix in the left side of the box for a shot that Cruz had to block in the 13th minute. However, he saved Griezmann's well-taken shot from above the box near the right post in the 25th minute to concede a corner, saved Carrasco's shot near the left post after he had gotten into the penalty area in the 40th minute, and easily saved DePaul's shot from distance in the 42nd minute. He wasn't much troubled for the large majority of the second half, 
but in the 83rd minute, he went up in the box for a somewhat risky attempt to punch out the ball that came in from a corner, and when Militao instead got his head onto it first and sent the ball off of Hermoso's shoulder, the goal was unmanned and the ball found the back of the net for Atletico's first goal. But he did well after that to intercept Cunha's attempted cross after he ran into the left side of the box in the 85th minute. A fittingly tough battle between the long-time Madrid rivals, but in the end, no blood was spilled, and for Real, no points were dropped, which is the perfect way for the Whites to head into the upcoming international break. Three in the box waiting for the cross, and it was Bale! Oh, what about that? What about that from Gareth Bale? Up next for Real Madrid. Ancelotti's men will be off for the next two weeks for the final international break before the World Cup kicks off in a couple of months, and so we won't see the Whites on the pitch again until Sunday, October 2nd, when Real will be back at the Bernabeu to host Osasuna in league play. Last season in La Liga, Real were held by Osasuna to a scoreless draw at home in October, but then won the away fixture in April by the score of 3-1. So far in this current domestic campaign, it's been a decent start for Osasuna as they sit 5th in the table on 12 points, having won 4, drawn 0, and lost 2. They do have a solid defensive record as they've only conceded 5 goals over their 6 matches, but in turn, they've only scored 7, and so they'll be hard-pressed to lean on their defense to get a result against, let alone defeat, a Real side that should have a fit Benzema back in it for that fixture. The next time you all will hear from me on this podcast will be after the match against Osasuna in two weeks' time, so be sure to keep an eye out for a new episode to drop not long after the final whistle sounds in that contest. Until then, as always, Hala Madrid!